Oh, I'm back. I'm back. I'm here once again. TNC Unleashed. Just Craig today. But I'm back again, and we're here to talk about more sports. How is everybody doing out there? Man, I'm feeling pretty good this evening. Uh, sitting at the house downstairs in the basement in the studio. Slash basement. Slash laundry room. Slash storage area. Slash um, hideout from the kids. Um, place. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> How's everybody doing out there, man? I'm watching the end of this Lakers-Rockets game, man. I, man, it was so interesting to see as LeBron goes in uh, for a shot to take the lead, and he missed it, and Westbrook is doing all sorts of stuff, and he knocks the ball out of bounds and turns the ball over. Actually, no, it looks like the Lakers are going to get it back. That's a favorable call for the Lakers, and they're going to get all sorts of favorable calls toward the end of the year as they try to uh, make the playoffs. It's so interesting to see. LeBron James, I mean, interesting is a word, not really the word for it. So amazing, I should say, to see him score 56 points. I just, just unbelievable. And it's, it's a guy like LeBron James, and they were talking about his scoring and how he's, um, you know, gonna he's gonna break Kareem's record eventually next year, and how he's not really known as an all-time great scorer, but he is an all-time great scorer because that's not the strength of his game. That's just something he does on the way to doing everything else he's, you know, great at. Um, a career 27-point average. Um, that's probably, what, fifth or fourth all-time in the history of points per game. It, I mean, he's an all-time great scorer. He's an all-time great passer. Um, for his size, an all-time great rebounder. It's, I mean, he's, he's got the total package, but... To have to do that for the Lakers just to get a win against the Warriors and then wasn't able to play against the Spurs and now they're locked in a dogfight with the with the with the Rockets here. Anthony Davis hurt. Russell Westbrook is complaining about being called nicknames. You know, bringing his kids into it when it's really just about him shooting the ball off the side of the backboard from from <laughs> the backboard from 15 feet away. That's why they're calling you Westbrook. Um, it's very, very, very disheartening to see uh, LeBron James in a situation like this. But again, a situation that he kind of created himself because he he fought for Russell Westbrook to come to the team when other um lesser known guys, but guys that would fit better in a system with LeBron James as the primary ball handler, would have fared a lot better in. Um, it's, it's just it's it's a tough go for the Lakers. We'll see we'll, we'll see what happens with them down the stretch. But I again, not it, it might be a throwaway season. Maybe just maybe see if you can buy Russell Westbrook's contract out at the end of the year and start again with some shooters and some defense, man. Um, it, because they, I mean, <laughs> this it's not the way you build a, a team around LeBron James. It's not at all. I I, I disagree with the way they've built. Um, LeBron's team, but that's what I'm doing right now. But that's not what I'm going to talk about right now. What I wanted to talk about was some NFL news, man, because there's a lot of NFL news. Oh my gosh, man! Hit the air horn for all the NFL news, man. It's it's just it's a craziness going on. You know, lots of random news on a uh, on a Tuesday uh, afternoon. I wonder why that is NFL that you just have a lot of 
huge news just come out on a random Tuesday. Maybe it was because one of your high-profile players got busted uh, <laughs> gambling and you wanted to get all the attention off of that and put it on uh, your superstars of the league uh, like Aaron Rodgers and uh, Russell Wilson. But it, we'll, we will start with the superstars of the league. Uh, let's start with Russell Wilson, man. Uh, this, what a big, big blockbuster trade. Russell Wilson, um, in case you uh, have not been, you know, because you haven't turned the TV on or your phone, haven't been looking at your phone. <laughs> Russell Wilson has been traded, has agreed to a trade from the Seattle Seahawks to the Denver Broncos in exchange for a bunch of picks and a couple players. It's a, it's a big trade. Um, I do believe the quarterback, Drew Locke, was included in that trade, so he will be going to Seattle and Russell's coming to Denver, and Russell is coming to Denver with a team. I, I, I mean, he's coming with a squad. I, it's, it's, it's really huge that this trade would go down. It's a very rare trade in the NFL to have an all-time great quarterback still in his prime, 33 years old, be traded in the offseason. That rarely happens. That that that's something that rarely happens, and, and to change teams, uh, even like a free agent, whatever, whatever. At this age, it's 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 very rare that you see a quarterback this good, this still this early in his career. Like I mean, he's still thirty three, which which means, I mean, he's probably gonna play till he's forty. So he's probably got a good seven years left in his body, uh, to play football. So he, this is a big trade and a very rare trade in the NFL. And winners all around. I, I mean, I'm not even going not not all not for the Seahawks necessarily, but all all around in Denver. You know what I? I'm not gonna say that. Uh, I'm not gonna talk about what went on with the Seahawks and the Broncos because we. I mean, or the Seahawks and Russell Wilson because we know what happened. Like they weren't. They this has been brewing for a couple years now that they weren't happy that things weren't going well. We we know that what was going on, but they were able to move on from it amicably, which is a good thing. And there's just no need to dwell on why because we kind of know why. We we saw this coming. Russell Wilson Russell Wilson's offensive line has been broken down for the past couple years. He's kind of been expected to just make something out of nothing for for a couple years now. So now that he is able to go to a place where he's got Aaron Rodgers is uh old offensive coordinator. Uh, he's got a strong offensive line. Uh, he's got receivers. He's got running backs. He's got a great, a great defense, a super bowl ready defense, but just now they just have a quarterback to make plays for them. And it, that's that's it's so big uh, for us. Now he's going to be in a very very stacked division, but I would venture to say he's got the best defense in that division. Um, he is has he's the most experienced quarterback in that division, uh, and 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 I think I think they will jump ahead of the Chargers as far as um, favorites in that division. Obviously, obviously the Chiefs will clearly be the favorites, not only to win that division, but to win the AFC. Then you'll have the Bills, and I think the Broncos are right there now. On paper, I think the Broncos are right there. Russell Wilson has not dealt with any, 
I mean, he was not worse for wear other than he had the freak finger injury, which, you know, you, you throw, you rearing back to throw the football and you smack it on a, on a helmet on the way forward. That's, you know, that's not something that's going to happen all the time, but it's a, you know, it's a sucky injury, but you know, before that he looked great last year, he looked great. His team just kind of broke down on him. I think he's ready. He's going to be ready to go. He's going to be ready to train with those guys. Um, they're going to love hearing his corny speeches. Come on, guys. Let's go, guys. Let's go. Great job, buddy. Go, team. Go, Broncos. All right. All right, guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Russell. Let's all get together and pray. You know, the Lord is going to bring us together and get us this win. That's what he's going to do. Go, go. Now, he can't say go Hawks anymore. Go, go Broncos. <laughs> but he's he's one of he's one of the best in the game. Absolutely, there's no question about it. And I I think this is going to work out. And it all worked out for Aaron Rodgers. Um, <laughs> it's funny, man. Uh, this guy gets on uh, Pat. Shout out to Pat McAfee. Guy gets on Pat McAfee's show and talks about how he's been canceled and cancel culture and everything. Uh, guy is one and done in the playoffs again. Loses in the playoffs again, but still gets paid two hundred million dollars. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I can't somebody somebody come cancel me. You know what I mean? <laughs> cancel me on the way to having the number one podcast on the planet right now. Uh, shout out to uh, Aaron Rodgers either way. Uh, and I think it works out for Aaron Rodgers because I think he kind of used teams like the Broncos and everything as bait because he doesn't want to go anywhere other than Green Bay. He he wants to be in Green Bay. He wants to uh, finish a career as a Packer. Something that Brett Favre was not able to do. Um, it's it. I mean, it, is he going to win a Super Bowl in Green Bay? That remains to be seen. But I mean, they will return most of the core. Obviously, Devontae Adams is going to come back if Aaron Rodgers is set and he's there. It, it, it it's a it's a win win for Rodgers and and the Packers. The Packers wanted to move on, but I believe that Jordan Love wasn't ready, and th he had his tryout. He, he, I mean, he did. If, if Jordan Love was ready, they would be perfectly willing to move on from Aaron Rodgers. That's what happened with Brett Favre. They knew Aaron was ready, so they weren't, you know, the year after he threw the interception against the Giants, they weren't They weren't really just clamoring for him to come back. They were like, we're, well, if you come back, you know, Aaron's going to be the starter in training camp. That won't be the case with Jordan Love. I just don't think they were ready for Jordan Love. I think in the midst of the Aaron Rodgers' four-year deal, they may draft another quarterback or look to maybe trade for a young quarterback, but Aaron Rodgers will finish his career as a Packer, and that's and and, and good for him. Hey, why why not? Good for Aaron Rodgers. And uh, you saw a random <laughs> Carson Wentz news. Carson Wentz will be playing in Washington. Whoop de doo. Uh, I don't really know. You talking about somebody who should be investigated for <laughs> for for gambling? At least. <laughs> Carson Wentz bet bet the farm on the Jaguars in the last game. <laughs> Jesus, but um, yeah, uh, Carson Wentz. I mean, that's not really a uh, that's not really a blockbuster move, but it was you know we're no the noteworthy uh, move. But I'm just excited about this uh, Russell. That's going to be a great division, the AFC West. It's the wild, wild west. I mean, that's it's it's a it's a really great division. It's a really great quarterback division, and I. I just don't think the – I think the Raiders are going to catch the short end of the stick. The Chargers never win anything. So it, it, it's hard to – like, 
to win something in it's it's not San Diego, it's LA, but to win something in LA for the Chargers it would involve changing the culture. And the Chargers have quite the losing, middling, uh, mediocre culture. And I it's just it's tough to it's tough to get around. It's tough to get around. It's tough to uh you really gotta you really gotta change things around there. And I don't know if Justin Herbert has that type of he's got that type of game. He definitely has that type of game. I don't know if he has that type of attitude, that type of uh it, it, not heart. That's that's silly to say he doesn't have heart. I just don't know if he has that type of fire to him, like where he's that he's a very talented, but I don't know if he's like kind of like a Joe Burrow where his his attitude kind of people just like it's infectious. I don't know if he has that type of infectious attitude to kind of change the way things are operated. I think they'll just have they have to build it around him. And that's where I think the Broncos come in. I think the Broncos will be able to shoot right to the second spot in the division, and they might be able to challenge the Chiefs. You never know. Uh, it depends on how the Chiefs look, uh, if the Chiefs sure up their defense a bit the and their offensive line. I know they, they're going to get rid of uh, Tyron Matthew, which uh, he's not going to be happy about, but you, you got you to gotta keep your quarterback healthy and happy. Uh, so they they need some uh, they need they need a running game and they need a little bit of offensive line going in Kansas City to keep their momentum going into next year. I know they uh, are left with a bitter loss, but they ended up right where they were right where we, we thought they were going to be at least uh, at the beginning of the season, uh, the AFC Championship game, and for them to get back there, I think they'll just have to sure things up on the offensive line and in the running game. Now, I, I don't know what's going on uh, as far as this uh, Dallas Cowboys situation. Not the Jerry Jones situation. I'm going to leave. I mean, we, we know Jerry Jones is a nasty dude. So, uh, <laughs> so I mean, we, we know about Jerry Jones. Man. I'm going to leave that situation alone. But um, the Dak Prescott contract situation is, I mean, to get rid of Amari Cooper, it, I it makes sense as far as if he's getting paid twenty million dollars and he's not, you know, catching fifteen touchdowns and you know having fifteen hundred yards. It's not really worth the twenty million dollars that you paid him. So I get that aspect of it. It's just the part of what are they building? Are they building their offense to be a ground and pound? Because if you are, you got to have the personnel to do it. And they used to have the personnel with the offensive line and Zeke, but the offensive line and Zeke are, are both five and six years older than when it was really working it it just you know Zeke is you know Zeke has slowed down significantly even at age 27 the offensive line is it's probably the most overrated offensive line in the NFL because everybody talks about how good they are and it just doesn't show up on Sunday you know they got to be winning up front you got to win up front in order for your, your I mean if they want Dak to be what Dak is you got to protect Dak and you got to protect them with a running game Dak Prescott is best when his running game is up. Like we've seen, we've seen the results when the Cowboys rush for over 100 yards. Dak Prescott's unbeatable. You know what I mean? So like, what that doesn't mean anything bad about Dak Prescott. That just means get your running game going. You don't want to have to ask Dak to throw 40 times and and win the game. That's not his style, and that's that's not like that's not the way the Cowboys are built. The Cowboys aren't built like that. They're built to wear you down physically. And and 
that's how they should continue to be built. But I just think the horses that they're getting behind are a little bit uh, up there in age at this point. And it has to be the offensive line has to be addressed. And uh, the running game has to be addressed. I don't know if that's drafting a running back or I'm not sure what that is, but it has to be addressed in order for the Cowboys to feel like they want to be slight contenders or whatever, whatever they're going to be next year. I I have no idea, but I, you know, the Amari Cooper thing is not going to be a huge deal other than the fact is then it's just, how are you building your team? You know what I mean? Because you're talking about replacing him with Michael Gallup because Amari Cooper wasn't healthy, but Michael Gallup's never healthy. You know, he missed most of the year this year and, you know, he was in a lot of lineup the year before. So that, that's not really the deal. It's, it's He's a little bit cheaper. You, you drafted him. And, you know, Dak needs just one or two deep threats and an, a running game. Hopefully that's what they will build their offense around. I, I you know, again, skeptical. Uh, I am. I will remain skeptical. But we will see what's going on. And as you can see, um, like I said, uh, switching back to the NBA, the, the Lakers lost. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going. On. I don't know what's going on with them. They're. I mean, they're actually terrible. I, you know what I can't wait for though, um, is the. You know what? I'll get to the NBA in a second, but I did want to talk. Um, I did want to talk Calvin Ridley, man, because that's what the NFL has been trying to hide from you. Uh, they the the story you saw on ESPN. Man, it's really bad that he did it. How many games will he get? He'll probably get out the whole season. And they talked about it for like fifteen minutes, and they haven't talked about it since. That's why, because it's the NFL's worst nightmare. No, not not racism. Well, the NFL can handle racism. Not greed. The NFL can handle greed. Not uh, domestic violence cases. They can handle that. This is their um, this is their nightmare, which speaks to the hypocrisy of the league. Calvin Ridley placed a what he thought was a harmless fifteen hundred dollar bet um, on some parlays on what was it, FanDuel or whatever. And and it got traced him. He, he traced it under him, and people are saying, "Oh, well, uh, you know, uh, old betting sharks or whatever." You you know, why didn't he place it under a different name? Under because it's not 1975, bro. That's why. Why didn't he place it under a different name or a different? Because it's not the 60s and like mafia days anymore. FanDuel and DraftKings and Yahoo Sport. It's all a fantasy football. It's all over TV. It's all over your phone. It's the NFL encourages it. Like so why wouldn't they play like NFL players are regular people, bro? They they got the same phones we have. They look at it, you they see the same stuff we see. He can place a bet. It's easy. And he's not supposed to. I get it. I know that he's not. I know exactly why he's not supposed to, because it ruins the integrity of the game. Uh, You can't have the guys that participate in the game gamble on the same game that they're participating in in the same league they participate in because they know what happens in the league. They know what goes on. It's a game. It's a game of chance. The game of chance means you don't you know nothing going in. You know nothing going in or little at least. And you just go off of feel. But they they don't go off field because they know what's going on. They've been in locker rooms. They have they have they know the inner workings of the league. That you can't do you can't you, it's it's you can't do that because it just kills the credibility of the game. And that's the one thing the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, all they've all dealt soccer, 
a lot. They've all dealt with it. And people that, and you know, there's always rumblings of, oh, that game was BS or this is that and the other thing, the game's manipulated or whatever. We've all, they, all of the leagues have dealt with some form of controversy or conspiracy that in that way. But if the cat's ever let out of the bag and the and fans start to not trust what they see, that's when you have a league, a billion dollar league becomes worth, worth zero dollars all of a sudden. All of a sudden, it's worth nothing if fans don't believe what they see on the field is legitimate. This billion-dollar league becomes worth zero dollars. That, that's, that's their biggest fear. That's why Calvin Ridley is going to do a year at least. That's why. Now, it's, it's, not any, it's not anything where, like, oh, well, they'll mess it. Well, a guy, unfortunately, and it's, this is a real, hip, real hypocritic. It, it's 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 hypocrisy. It's pure hypocrisy. But unfortunately, a, a a football player punching his girlfriend or wife in the face does not hurt the integrity of the game. So you'll get six games. You know what I mean? It's, it's You'll get six games and come back. No big deal. But betting on the game that you play in does hurt the integrity of the game. And that's that's the one thing sports leagues are not ready to deal with they're not ready to it, it's not it's not something you can play with it's not something that they are they're gonna play with and that's what makes me think man they're they're so willing to cover that story up but they're so willing to let the um to let the brian flores story run for a week week and a half two weeks uh, they're gonna bury this Calvin Ridley story. You're not gonna hear any updates on Calvin Ridley and where the you're not you're not. They're they're burying the story as as we. You're not gonna hear it the rest of the week. I promise you, they're burying it. It makes me think what were in those daggone emails, man. What was in those emails? They still. I don't know if we'll ever find out. I don't know if we'll ever find out. But it, it, that's that's the. Calvin Ridley. I mean, he's got to know you can't you can't do that. They. I you know they try to drill it in the players' heads, and you know it's on it's up in locker rooms. Like, don't you cannot gamble on this game. You can't gamble on football. No, it can't happen. And you know, players and a bunch of competitive guys that they've won at life. So they've it's like they've already gambled and won. So these guys are risk takers, and they're you know what I mean. You know, guys with attitudes like that, you you start to wonder. You know how many guys per team might have tried it and got away with it. You know what I mean? But hey, it's not something that the NFL's ready to play around with. And you're not. We're not gonna. We're not, they're not gonna compromise. He's not gonna get any less time. He might get even more time, but he's not getting any less than a year because anybody. They're 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 not playing around with it. They're not playing around with that type of stuff. And then people. And you know it, it's. It is what it is. I, I I know. I know that it's stupid. I I know it's silly. I know. Well, and no, you. It, it, some people are saying, well, why can't he just bet on his own team to win? No, because if you can bet on your own team to win, you can damn bet on damn sure bet on your own team to lose. Like you can't you you can't have it both ways. You can't. Well, you can bet only if you're gonna bet on your team to win. No, 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 no. You can't open that can of worms. That's that's crazy, because. I bet on my team to win. Oh, that was easy. We won. Now, what happened if I bet on them to lose? You know, no, no. We can't have that happen uh, at all. Uh, that's not a good thing. Not a good thing, people. Um, now, it's 
I just I I just hope that he learns his lessons. I hope they you know after a year they get him back in the league. He can just quietly finish his career because you know that's that's a big screw up. That's a big screw up. I know he doesn't think he should get as harsh a punishment as he should. Um, I don't know if he should or not, but I know he is. I I know that I know that that's you know that's what's gonna happen. It's not really uh, there's no. Can't really question that. Um, you can't really question it because it's the again integrity of the game. NFL cannot afford to have their fans thinking that their game is not legitimate. The guys can bet and do this and do anything they want if they want this outcome to happen. They can make it happen. That's not that's not something that the NFL wants to be associated with. And I know fans wouldn't want it if the fans found out that if something like that was going on and. That's how games are decided. No, it's not. It's a, that's a big nightmare on the NFL's end. They want no parts of that at all. I, I promise you that. Um, now, we'll see what uh, goes on. I don't. I don't know if the NFL or ESPN or Fox Sports. I don't know if they'll tell us anything moving forward. So we're gonna have to look at other sources. Uh, and you know, when I find stuff, I'll, you know, I'll bring it to you guys because I love you guys. You know, you, you guys are my people. But what else is going on? Uh, NBA, like I said, Lakers lost tonight. Um, I I cannot wait to see. <laughs> Did you guys see Kyrie Irving score 50 points? Whoop-de-doo. Way to go, Kyrie. <laughs> I hate to sound like, man, I sound like some old hot take guy that's just trying to hate on the athletes and everything. But, Ky- like, he only plays half of the games, y'all. Like, he doesn't he doesn't want to play. And when he does play, he plays well. And we know how good he is. It's just he doesn't, you know, he's not committing to he's not committing to Kevin Durant. He's not committing to the Nets. He's not committing to the season. It is what it is. I I can't. I it's hard to even judge what he's doing on the court because he's rarely on the court. Um, it's it's like a it's a novelty. Uh, Kyrie Irving is a novelty. He's not a great player. He's a great novelty. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's 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 the one of the most bizarre situations. I've seen in sports, but as as of right now, it just is what it is. I, it's, it, yay, he scored 50, but we're not going to see him again for another week. So um, how awesome is that? Not really. Um, what will be awesome is the first game for with the Phillies and the Nets since um, James Harden switched teams. Ben Simmons will not be in action yet. Apparently, they're saying he's going to be on, on, the, on the sideline. Uh, which is stupid. Why would you go back to Philly and you're not playing? All they're going to do is sit there and throw stuff at you and boo you, and you're just going to be sitting there just listening to them boo you all night long while you're trying to watch the game? Come on, bro. Just just stay home, Ben. Like, why? Come on. Don't do that, Ben. Please don't do that. Um, don't do that. And especially the 76ers are about to, like, kick the Nets' ass at home, too. So, <laughs> like, don't. Do that. I, I more and more I see uh, Joel Embiid and James Harden. The more I'm beginning to think that they're pretty much perfectly suited to each other's games, which is like really, really, really strange because it's like they've both always needed each other. <laughs> so it's it's weird. It's weird because their games very much complement each other. Joel Embiid just needed a guy that could get the ball to him, but also be a threat himself. And Ben was never that, and he could never be that. Especially in the playoffs, they did not care what he did with the ball. 
they just let him do it. And, you know, he's just out there dribbling by himself, not getting fouled. And when he does get fouled, he misses the free throws, doesn't want to shoot, um, gets to the point where he just goes out of his way to not shoot, which is just a, a weird game to have. But that's that's going to be very interesting uh, there. Um, last I checked the Heat, we're getting their butts kicked by the Suns. Suns are a really, really, really good team. I don't know. Who who's gonna beat the Suns when the when the Lake or when Chris Paul gets back? I I just don't at this point. It the Suns and with the Warriors struggling, I just don't see who's beating the Suns. I I don't. Who's gonna beat the Suns in the West? I'm not sure. You know, I, uh, the Lakers are obviously garbage, and even if they played hard and fought their way out of the play-in. They'd get the Suns right away, so they'd be out in four or five games anyway. So it's gonna be it's gonna be t- tough road for them. Once Draymond Green gets back, I think the Warriors will start to kind of get a rhythm going again. It's interesting to see like what what Draymond really brings to the Warriors when he's healthy. He just activates the offense a little bit more, where Steph doesn't have to bring the ball up court all the time. Because it's kind of wearing him down. He's he's like 27-year-old stuff, like 2014, 2015 stuff, could probably handle the ball a little bit more. But they're if, if they're gonna if they're gonna take him, you gotta start checking him before he even crosses half court. And that's what they've been doing. They've been running him off the ball, and he can't really get the ball back. But Draymond is a great guy that he, you know, Steph can dribble it to the middle of the court and give it to Draymond, and Draymond can activate the offense there and give it back. Or give it to Clay. Clay's coming around the screens. It, you know he can set screens. It, it's it's a he he kind of keeps the offense in a constant flow. That is just not there when he's not on the court, and it's got to be Steph's got to create a lot of his own looks, which he can he can create. But when he has to create the majority of his looks, that's not a good thing. That's when he's at a disadvantage a lot of times. Not not a weakness. Not like he's trash. But just at a dis- more of a disadvantage to where, you know, he's, if he has to create 48% of his shots and then there were other 52% he gets off of passes or, you know, you, it's, it's a li- or pin downs or whatever, whatever. It's it's a definitely a better, better flowing offense when Draymond's out there. So hopefully uh, Draymond can get back soon so we can see the full complement uh, Warriors Um and, you know, the Jazz obviously are going to be tough. Nikola Jokic has been balling his face off. But, you know, it's obviously the Nuggets are going to um, struggle without their man. Um, I mean, they're missing a lot of guys, the Nuggets are. The Nuggets are just hurt. Like, you got Jamal Murray out. I, I, I really hope Jamal Murray comes back next year. Or I don't know if he's coming back this year or not. But hopefully when he comes back, he'll be back to his normal self and they can – Get it going again. I I missed I missed Jamal Murray's game. He's got a he's got a great game, but um man that's that's the NBA. That's the NFL. That's what I that's the that's the way I see it at least. Um, it's been about thirty minutes, so you know what I'm gonna get up out of here. Um, I, I appreciate you guys hanging out with me one more time, and of course I'll be back next week. Um, hopefully uh hopefully with my man with me tony uh but if not I'll, I'll i'll still come back uh to hang out with you guys again uh but until then make sure you guys always like share and subscribe no matter where you are if you're listening on um if you're listening on apple Podcasts, make sure you leave the five star rating as well 
as subscribe as well as leave a review now we're also on spotify we're also on soundcloud soundcloud.com slash tnc unleashed leave a comment there as well as well as liking sharing and, and subscribing follow me at it's always craig on twitter instagram and tiktok now um i we will see you guys later also uh hit the email up at tnc unleashed at gmail or not at tnc unleashed tnc unleashed at gmail.com um but until next time my man tony always says to stay loyal so definitely do that stay loyal it's tnc unleashed i'll see you guys soon peace